Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Are you ready? Then brace yourself. Let's go. It's time for the Bill Kasky Podcast, a weekly show carefully crafted to help you grow your skills and your results in business. Now, here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, everybody, Bill Kasky back at the Bill Kasky Podcast. CEOs, presidents, VPs of sales, this episode is for you. If you are starved for more content like this, go to Bill Kasky. That's B-I-L-L, which I assume you knew, C-A-S-K-E-Y.com. Lots of stuff there. I've got a new uh, document coming out, a new little report slash checklist. And I'm not at liberty to tell you what it is yet, but it's really close. And I think you leaders are going to like it. So stay tuned. Go to BillKasky.com. By the way, before we begin, if you hear something in here and you say, you know, I'd kind of like to talk to Bill about that, maybe about uh, working with your team in some capacity, he's a trainer or coach, make sure you look in the show notes. There is a link there. It's got a short letter and kind of tells you how we work. And if you're interested in having a conversation, I'd be happy. You can do it there. Actually, I'd be happy to chat with you about me helping you with your team. But today we're going to talk about something that I've been really focused on over the last few weeks with my sales team clients. And that is this idea of what are your non-negotiables? What are the things that you just must do? No option behavior, we used to call it. And it's not just about making cold calls, I don't think. I think it can run the gamut from everything from your personal life how you take care of yourself, how you expand your energy, how you eat, how you work out, how you are fit, all the way to the sales life, which is how you treat prospects and how you propose and what are your rules that you live by. And this goes for VPs of sales and CEOs as well. You've got to have non-negotiables. I know you have some. I'm going to give you five here today that I think you should be reinforcing with your sales team effective today. Okay, going to give you five. You may not agree with these. You may have other slight modifications you can make. That's fine. But I want to get you started. And I want you to start training your team on non-negotiables because I think it'll make a hell of a difference. So here is non-negotiable number one. Never propose to a prospect until you or your team understands the presenting problem The presenting problem is the problem that the customer prospect presents you as the one that they want to fix or solve or improve upon. But the key there is not the problem, although you need to know that. The key is I don't want your people to propose anything until they know the problem. I see this happen so often, and I'm sure you have too if you've been in the business world more than a three or four days, is that we get so anxious to propose because we see, we hear the words, hey, well, go ahead and send me a proposal. Go ahead and send me a quote. We hear that as a buying signal, and it doesn't mean anything. In fact, I would even suggest it's kind of a negative if you hear that too early 
Uh, and I've had this happen. I had this happen a few weeks ago. Gentleman said, send me a proposal. I said, sorry, you're not ready yet. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, well, I don't even know the issue or the impact of the issue. I don't know how it's, I don't even know if I can help you or not. And he came back and said, fair enough. What do we want to do next? And we have now the stones laid out and the process laid out. The point there is never propose until you know the presenting problem. You will get pushback from your people on this. I know you will. That's okay. You've got to push back even harder. It's very expensive to propose a solution when you don't have the problem in mind and on the table that you're trying to fix with that solution. It really makes no sense when you think about it. It's not like you go into the doctor's office and the doctor says, hey, look, we got a sale on uh, a sale on heart surgeries this week. And you say, well, doc, I got a leg problem. Nah, you know, let, let's start with a heart surgery and then we can move our way down. No, he wants to match up the solution with the problem. And that's what a good doctor should do. And you are a good doctor. Okay, number two, never propose until you know the economics. The economics are is a catchphrase for all things money. The money, the cost of the solution that you're attempting to sell, but more importantly is the cost of the problem that they have and need that solution for. I see a woeful inadequacy on the part of salespeople. In fact, that's one of the first things we work on. If you ever bring me in to work with your team is we work on the skill of denominating the problem. You must be able to denominate the problem. If you don't, you know what I'm going to say, you know what happens, you get fed into this commodity dungeon where you're just like everybody else and margins suffer. You could probably get back five to seven points of margin just by doing a better job at understanding the economics. I, I know when I talk about this with CEOs, some of the more enlightened ones say, yeah, oh, you know what, no question about it. We could hold our price we could generate more margin if we would just understand what the cost of the problem is. But a lot of CEOs who are what we'll call eh, unenlightened, they say, oh, that's not a sales training problem. That's a, that's a cost of goods sold problem. No, it's not. No, it isn't. It's not a cost of goods sold problem. Come on. It's a problem that your people don't position the product right or the solution right or they don't understand the economics of the issue and that's why you have to discount, or that's why you can't charge a, big, a bigger or higher premium. So number two, you need to stop proposing until you understand the economics. Number three, never propose until you know what's going to happen next. I see this a lot, too. As a selling organization will be anxious to propose a solution, they will propose a solution, and then they'll spend the next three weeks trying to get back with somebody crickets on their end. That's one of the biggest challenges. You know, we do this deal work with companies where a company will invite me in and we'll do a couple of hours of dissect the deal, just working on deals. And that's the number one issue. You know what I propose? Now I can't get a hold of him. Well, you might do things differently next time because I can't always give you the magic one-liner or the magic words or the magic move. I don't have this magic eight ball that I just shake and it pops up the right answer. That'd be kind of nice, wouldn't it? I could market the hell out of those things. So what happens is we err in the front part of the process, and then a guy like me comes along and say, hey, Smarty, what would you do here? Customer won't call me back. Well, did you understand what was going to happen after you made the proposal, after you made the presentation? 
Well, I mean, we just assumed they were going to look at it and get back with us. Well, was there any discussion about that? And if there wasn't, then you don't have a good, clear understanding of next steps. And it's, the, it's one of the biggest skills that you can learn for, for the next three to five years is how to get people to make decisions. And one way you don't do it is to not know what their decision process is. Number four, three, this is no option behavior, non-negotiable, three value videos a week for each of your salespeople. That's right. Each of your salespeople need to be producing three good, solid value videos. And by value videos, I mean something of value for the viewer, for the listener, for the audience. So let's say one of your sales team members has a following on LinkedIn of 2,000 people, which sounds like a lot, but today that's not, that's not that many. Now, if you post a three value videos per week, only a certain percent of those 1,000 people, or what did I say, 2,000? 1,000 people are going to see that. That's why I want you to do three. Those three videos will likely go to different people. So if you're doing three a week, you may hit 30 to 50% of your audience. That might be a little stretch, but you'll at least hit 30% of your audience rather than 10 to 12 to 15 or whatever one video does. The point of all this is your people need to be building their own personal brand underneath the company brand. If you are in a business where you say you're the CEO or VP of sales of a large organization, you say, oh, no, 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 our salespeople are not the brand. Our company has the brand. Okay, you are handcuffing your salespeople, especially if they're in the B2B world. If they're in the B2C world, that's a whole different deal. It's really not, but I I don't get into that too much. But if you're in the business-to-business community and you aren't encouraging slash allowing slash commanding your people, your salespeople, to produce three videos a week, maybe not at the beginning, maybe they start with one, but ultimately they get up to three, then you are selling your company short. You're You're not in the discussions that you need to be in. I'll give an example. I just posted a video about oh, probably a month ago, to LinkedIn. And the next day, I got a call from the president of a company in Des Moines, Iowa. And he said to me, I've been watching your videos. That one really spoke to me. I want to talk to you about coming out for a sales meeting uh, early next year in 2020. Now, I didn't pitch uh, any kind of a workshop on that video. I didn't pitch anything. I didn't even have a call to action. But for some reason... That video was full of value. It was just a couple minutes, and he resonated with it. It was something that he was thinking about, working on. It was mindful of. I hit him at exactly the right time. Now, what would be the chances of me cold calling him or anybody in my organization, cold calling, direct mail, direct messaging, hitting even an ad? What would be the chances of that? I think the answer is zero. There'd be zero chance of that. So your people need to be promoting their own brand. I think one easy way to do it in the B2B space, LinkedIn, three videos a week, non-negotiable behavior. And number five, read one business book a month. Every one of your people needs to be learners. They need to be learners. They need to be consumers of really good content, good quality books, not fiction, nonfiction. Now, it could be autobiographies, it could be business books, it could be cultural books, Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, Jay Abraham, and there's a lot of really good authors. Arthur Brooks is a good author. He's an author and his name is Arthur, so kind of a double whammy. 
But there's a lot of really good authors. Your people need to be reading a book a month, and you need to be asking them, what'd you learn in the book that you read this month? What book did you read, and what did you learn? Non-negotiable behavior means your people grow every month. They're in a constant state of growth and expansion. And as the saying goes, learners are earners. Readers are leaders. Did I say that right? Readers are leaders. And so if you want to, actually, I'd probably even tweak that up to a couple of books a month, but start with one. That's 12 books over the course of a year. That's probably 11 and a half books more than they read now. Now, it could be a book on audio, because if your people have a lot of drive time, a lot of windshield time, that's fine. Or it could be a book book. Or it could be an e-book. But the bottom line is non-negotiable behavior. Your people need to be learning, reading, expanding their thinking. That makes them better in front of prospects. That helps your margin. And I know that may sound like a bridge too far. Well, wait a minute. You mean if my people read 12 books a year, that's going to have an impact on my bottom line? Absolutely. Absolutely it will. I promise you. I don't know how it will come, but your people are going to be stronger. People are going to be more clear. People are going to be more confident. People are going to be better positioned. Read a book on economics, how to find the economics of the problem. They'll be better then. You'll be able to hold margin. Everything will get better. All right? So those are the five non-negotiables. I want you to start thinking about that and encouraging your team to either listen to this or you can encourage them through training and coaching. By the way, as I said earlier, if you're interested in having me come in and take a look at your team and talk to you on the phone about how we work, I'd be more than happy to do that. Pretty non-threatening call, just a 30-minute call. You can go to the link in the show notes. It'll take you right to a page where it kind of talks through how it works. And I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Go to BillCaskey.com for more. See you next week. If you want more Caskey, go to BillCaskey.com and you can get on his list or set up a time to speak live. And make sure you share this episode with your tribe too.